let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Howdy folks, happy Thanksgiving, and welcome to Outpost of Heaven, the podcast. I am Andrew Jordan. And I'm Emily. And we're really excited to have you here with us today. Uh, Just to give you a quick, if you're joining us for the first time, just to give you a quick rundown of who we are. We are, um, Emily and I are married and we're committed to helping all of you build a home and a family that's more centered on Christ. And so we try and have a, a real honest like down-to-earth discussion about different topics mm-hmm. um, and try and help you get some takeaways to uh, help increase or better your, your personal relationship with Christ and better your family's relationship with Christ. And relationships with each other. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know about. if we already said this, but happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, so this is coming out on Thanksgiving. Day. I know a lot of you probably aren't running to your podcasts on Thanksgiving. You're probably yeah. busy c- cooking turkey and watching football, which is what yeah. we'll be doing. Go Saints. Go Taysom Hill. (laughs) Love you forever. Yeah. So you'll probably hear this later this week, but we're happy you're listening and happy Thanksgiving. We hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving day and And spent time with all your family. I love Thanksgiving. And ate lots of pies. Yes. Lots of pies. And I... And turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes. I love Thanksgiving. And green bean casserole. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because... Um, I think it's a really great lead up to Christmas. I think it is a really mm-hmm. great time to to kind of start thinking about how you've been blessed and how the Lord has changed your life in the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like it because it's like an extra season or extra period of time to kind of be more spiritually focused, more spiritually minded. So we have Christmas yeah. that's like focused on on focused on Christ, and then Thanksgiving comes right before that, and it's a time to kind of reflect on our, on the blessings we have in our life. Mm -hmm. And I like to link this again to Christmas and just thinking about how Christ has blessed me in my life. Um, And we reached out on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and... We asked people to answer, what are you most thankful for in 2019? And I think this is a kind of a cool thing to do on your own, just to kind of look back on the year... Mm-hmm. And because uh, it can be easy to generalize and say like, oh, well, in general, like I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my friends. Yep, there's a vacuum in the background. We are at Emily's home for Thanksgiving, and so it's a full house. So we are sorry for <laughs> hearing background noise. Yeah, um, that's life. Yeah. So, anyways, it could be easy to like generalize and say that you're thankful for very general things, but when you look at a certain period of time, like the year 2019, or even like this week, or um, today, you know, the more specific you are and the more deep your gratitude is, like the better you'll feel, the closer you'll feel to Heavenly Father, the happier you'll be too. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that a little bit more, but let's go through and give our people a shout out that reached out to or answered on our uh, Instagram poll. Definitely. So Skyla says that she's grateful for Primary Children's Hospital. Ksenia says, smiley face with hearts. Emoji. (laughs) Um, Rebecca says, a healthy pregnancy. Even though it's been hard, every checkup has proven that he's perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. I I know, like, being being like pregnant is can be really scary because you never know like when you go into the doctor you're excited to see the baby but you're also like nervous that something's gonna be wrong mm-hmm. 
And so that is a great blessing. Very um, Anna said, I'm so grateful for my growing little family. They are my whole world. Sure love you guys. Heart Aww. emoji. They just had a baby a couple months ago. He's a cutie. He's so cute. Um, Brenna says, the wonderful support system I have from friends and family. Okay, Bryson says, increased ability to recognize the spirit. And Camilla says, trials that have made me stronger this year. That one's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. I think it, sometimes it's easy to not be like grateful for, for trials. Yeah. Um, and I said, a wife with such a sexy butt. Yep. That's where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. So <laughs> what are you most thankful for in 2019? Um, a lot of things. Uh, I think for me and for us and for our family, 2019 has been a year where the Lord has finally kind of started to show us some of his plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think this might be a very familiar path or experience for a lot of our listeners or for a lot of you guys. Like As you, you've prayed really hard and you try to be worthy of answers and, and you ask Heavenly Father like what it is that you need to do, and then you go out and you do it, and you, you feel led and guided to make certain choices and certain decisions, but you don't see where it's going to have you end up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see... Or sometimes you just don't feel led. And so yeah. you're kind of like on your own until you find that light or until he shows it to you. Yeah. Because, and, oh, go, ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I just, I feel like in our experience, like, yes, we know that God can lead us and that he leads us in things, mm-hmm. but that doesn't always mean that he leads us in everything. Yeah. Because I think that he trusts us to be wise and to try to figure things out on our own i don't know i think that i think that's partially true i think we had we had an episode on prayer and we talked a lot more about this yeah but we'll link that in the show notes i i think that um this year let me say this and then i'll kind of backtrack a little bit this year has been so great because we've been able to see more of heavenly father's plan Uh, and so we've had a great opportunity to find a, a, a great job that matches exactly what i want to be doing um, I'll be, yeah, so like we, I wanted to do international business and I wanted to use foreign languages and it's all worked out. We wanted to live in Louisiana. Um, and, but those desires came with time, uh, after, you know, several years of trying to do what Heavenly Father wanted us to do. Um, I felt like he cultivated these desires in me and then provided this great opportunity like, mm-hmm. that matched exactly what I wanted to do and be where we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it wasn't until this year that we kind of got to see behind the curtains a little bit and see that Heavenly Father was really in, engaged in mm-hmm. in our lives in the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I go back and forth on this, and I used to think that Heavenly Father kind of just – like he came in and made some, like help us make some big choices and then kind of stepped out. Um, but I think he is so intimately engaged in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he doesn't want us to always know how engaged he is okay. because he wants to help us make, make choices on our own. Yeah. Um, because that's part of like being mature in the gospel is, is not needing, not feeling like you have to rely on Heavenly Father to hold your hand through every single little choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, Looking back on the past few years, I've seen how um, even when I felt like Heavenly Father wasn't guiding us, um, I can see now that He was guiding our emotions. He was guiding our desires. He was guiding 
us in so many little ways that weren't obvious, that weren't things that I would have chosen or things that I would have done on my own. Mm -hmm. But Heavenly Father gets in there and he, there, there are lots of little gentle nudges. Like even if you don't feel the Spirit strongly guiding you in your life, if you're doing the things you're supposed to be doing, if you're praying, if you're reading your scriptures, if you're constantly asking Heavenly Father to help you, but still moving forward, He is going to be engaged and He is going to lead and guide you. Mm -hmm. um, even if it's in a way that isn't obvious in the moment. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, that became clear this year with everything that happened, with all the opportunities that have lined up, with the clarity um, of the past few years. For sure. What about you? Yeah. Um, I think that for me, the biggest blessing I've seen is that I guess before this year, I mean, not like on the year exactly, you know, but um, I've kind of thought of myself as like, yes, I know I'm a mother, but I kind of felt more like a human with a kid. Mm -hmm. And I think this year I've really started to develop, to develop myself as a mom and let that motherhood become a part of who I am and my identity. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm not perfect in any way, but I do feel like this year I've been strengthened by God to help me to be more patient and more loving and kind and gentle. And I'm still working on it, and I will probably have years and years and years to keep working on it. Yeah. But. No, I would agree. I think this past year has been one where you switched from like motherhood being something you did to mm -hmm. being like a core part of your identity. Yeah. And it's a hard thing to go to like to expand yourself yeah. to like add another piece of yourself or add room for somebody else in your life. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think looking at you, like I think that's definitely true for you in this past year. I think the Lord really has helped you make that a piece of your life that you are confident about. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're a confident yeah. mother now. Whereas Thanks. before you were like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And we still don't really know yeah. everything we're doing. <laughs> but you didn't like exude motherly confidence. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I love you. <laughs> okay. So moving on talking about uh, gratitude in general, kind of mm -hmm. as a principle and like how we become grateful uh, okay. and where we start and all that kind of stuff. I, there's a verse I really like in Luke chapter 2 that I think is a really good starting point. Okay. Uh, verse 52 says, And Jesus increased in wisdom, 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 <laughs> wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Mm -hmm. And so we see that even Christ increased in wisdom and stature, which means like he became right. more wise and became more... I'm, I'm going to insert grateful. Mm -hmm. I, we don't know what this looked like. I don't, right. want, I don't want to say like... I don't want to like project this like this incorrect image of Christ. Like we don't know what it means that he increased. So we know that if he increased, mm -hmm. it means he became more wise, increased in right. more stature. Um, but we don't know what like what that means. Like what does that look like, baby Jesus, when he's full? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're not going to talk about that. No. But the the point is like it is healthy and natural and righteous to increase, mm -hmm. which means we start at a place from which we need to increase. Right. And I really like the concept that with gratitude, we aren't born grateful. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean we're born ungrateful. It just means it's like we're born innocent mm -hmm. because we don't know what it is to be grateful or ungrateful. Right. And sometimes I even get irritated at the kids when I'm like, you ungrateful child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I really, like, that's kind of a, a false accusation because they can't 
discern what it even means to be grateful. Yeah, I, I think gratitude, like any other righteous principle, is something that has to be taught and learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it can, I don't know if it can be taught, but... But it has it, to be learned. It has to be learned, yeah. So children are born not evil because they're ungrateful. Right. They're born innocent. Like they, they have to develop the capacity to to feel gratitude. And I think that's a difficult process. I think it's a lot more difficult than we yeah. give kids credit for. Mm-hmm. Like, like when we talk about kids, like it's easy to be offended when they don't value the thing that we worked all night on. Like when we right. work all night to set up a Christmas present that mm-hmm. they open, they're like, oh, that's cool. And then they wanted to play with the box <laughs> for five hours. It's like I could have just bought you a box and saved myself the, the, the yeah. five hours of work or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, it's it's something that we really have to remember that kids don't start out being grateful. They right. start out innocent, and and we're also innocent because we don't really we don't leave that state of innocence until we are forced to. Mm-hmm. So, like when you're a kid or a baby or whatever, like you're born having everything handed to you, having everything provided for you, and so it's almost like when those provisions are lost or threatened then you develop gratitude yeah it's like coming you have to come to terms or at least you have the opportunity to develop gratitude the opportunity yeah Yeah, so you like that you come to terms with the fact that this thing that i can that i thought was always going to be there Mm -hmm. that i thought was always there doesn't have to be there right like there are some eventualities or some uh there are some outcomes or some worlds or some possibilities in which I don't get this thing, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that can be a, a jarring experience as a child or as an, even as an adult. Um, yeah. Like I think a lot of us in America feel this when we like go to, um, like if the first time you've been out of the country and you go to like a really a poor country mm-hmm. and you see what like abject poverty looks like. Right. We have poverty in the U.S., uh, but it's it's a lot smaller than it is in like it's different. In, in third world countries. And when you go there and you see that poverty kind of in your face, mm-hmm. and you realize that I could have been born here, mm-hmm. like I could have been in that man's situation. Yeah, like my kids could be those kids running around mm-hmm. that, that like they don't have enough clothes or don't have enough food or don't have clean water. Like mm-hmm. those could have been my kids. Yeah. Like I could have been here. And when you come face to face with that reality that like the situation that I'm in in this life is not the only way it could have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it really humbles you. Yeah. Well, I think and it can it, humble you. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's a choice. Yeah. I, I think we come to a choice where we realize once we realize the, the situation we're in now isn't inevitable. Like there were mm-hmm. other outcomes that were possible. Yeah. When, however, Heavenly Father decided where we were going to end up when he decided those things, like we could have been that guy in, mm-hmm. in, or that girl or that kid in that, in that poverty or that poverty-stricken place that we saw. Yeah. Um, we can either decide that, we can either adopt an attitude of, um, of humility and therefore gratitude, saying, like, I'm so grateful for what I have mm-hmm. and valuing, or we can adopt an attitude of, of entitlement where yeah. we feel entitled to those things. And I think really... Maybe what we could say gratitude is, is like adding, um, giving things spiritual value. Oh, I like that. And so like, 
all gratitude is like choosing to be grateful means like viewing things as they are and adding spiritual value to them in mm-hmm. your mind. Yeah. If you like devalue them spiritually, um, you don't, you know, they're not as precious to you. Mm-hmm. But as you say, like, uh, what, the situation I'm in right now, I'm so grateful for. I'm so grateful that Heavenly Father gave it to me or put me in the situation or gave me these blessings. Mm-hmm. Um, and you put like a spiritual value to it. Then you become more aware of it and you become more uh, indebted to our Father because of it. And you mm-hmm. realize how you realize your blessings. Yeah. And I think maybe on a less um, extreme scale, we can think about this in the same way when we think about all the life changes that we go through. Yeah. So, like, from positive life life changes to negative life changes, like leaving the house and going to college, like that's really positive. But you're also faced with a choice of like, like feeling entitled, like, oh my gosh, now I have to take care of myself and do all these things by myself. Like I shouldn't have to do all this. Like Like, other people should take care of me. Yeah. Or you could be grateful and say like, wow, like mom and dad, thank you so much for everything you ever did for me in my life. Because, well, you know, it's so hard because when you move out, you're like used to your mom's cooking. Yeah. Which is so much better than anything you can do initially. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and then you move out and you're like, I guess I can eat ramen five days a week. <laughs> um, and you, you should like, everything becomes like so much harder right away, especially if yeah. your parents kind of like limit how much they're willing to help you or mm-hmm. how, not how much they're willing, but how much they help you for whatever reason, whether out of choice or inability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're all of a sudden having to cook for yourself, having to do your own laundry, having to... Uh, like plan your meals, having to uh, like do all like the little little, little things, things to take yeah. care of, to make sure your life runs. Like you don't realize how many things it takes to mm-hmm. keep your life running. Um, and it's so, like when you move out, you really are faced with this mm-hmm. this reality check. Like oh, like this people like my mom or my dad have been doing all these little things for me. Right, and I mean we can think about that in any really big life change, like positive. And then also negative, like if you um, lose a job or your career path changes suddenly, like it can be super easy to feel like, but the crap, Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, how could I possibly be grateful in this moment? But looking outside of that and thinking about maybe either the positive aspects of that or even unrelated, like, well, what can I be grateful for? What mm-hmm. do I still have in yeah. my life? Yeah, and so it's anytime there are these big life changes, you you come to face a choice. You come, you have to face a choice. Like, do yeah. you do you want to um, add spiritual value to your your circumstances mm-hmm. and become grateful for them? Yeah. Or do you want to see um, wrongdoing? Like, do you want to believe that people are wronging you, or do you want to just adopt an attitude of entitlement? I think there are a lot of um, things that are the opposite of gratitude yeah like there's no one thing that's the opposite of gratitude like there's, right there's, there's a bunch of opposites right i think you can be entitled you can be angry or you can be negative you can be negative pessimistic <laughs> yeah i mean i guess it all comes back down to like this idea of feeling like things are Chipped. owed to you yeah um but yeah, i think there are a lot of different faces of a lack of gratitude mm-hmm. um yeah that's interesting but, but like like you're talking about when you come in these big changes, you're faced with that choice and you have to make that choice. And I I think it's important to, uh, 
in some ways to look for that choice. It's, it's one reason that you need to be engaged in like um, looking for new opportunities. Mm-hmm. I think being engaged like in a, a lifestyle that's constantly progressing or trying to move forward mm-hmm. um, and putting yourself in situations where you can develop gratitude because i don't think gratitude is something you develop by just praying and asking heavenly father right. to help you be grateful mm-hmm. it's something that it's a choice you have to make through hard work yeah i think for me that looks like looking at things positively can we talk about like some specifics because we're talking yeah. a lot of like kind of up in the air about theory right, type right. stuff but specifically what's one way you've applied this in your life um i've kept gratitude journals before where i write down one thing every day and it's not just like one random thing like family it's like specifically that day what was i grateful for mm-hmm. that day um so i've done journals i've done um prayers where like you say like hey today i the only prayers i'm saying are gratitude prayers i'm not asking for anything yeah I think i'm just thanking heavenly father for the blessings that i have um or the opportunities or the trials you know mm-hmm. um yeah those are the two things, main things that I've yeah. I've tried, and both feel really good. I think they both feel really fulfilling, really satisfying. Make they've made me closer to yeah. Jesus and to our Heavenly Father, and I, yeah. yeah. And I think when you adopt this attitude of gratitude, it really changes mm-hmm. um, the way you see things, um, and it's. I don't think it always brings, like, it doesn't always bring direct happiness. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking. Um, I'm trying to get a specific example to kind of make this a little more real. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time we had a miscarriage. Okay. Um, which was what, like four years ago? Uh, yes, 2016. No, so, 2015. Yeah, 2015. So yeah. like four-ish years ago. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, almost exactly, yeah. or almost a little over. Um, it was really hard. And I remember like we... We're freaked out, and so we went to the doctor, and we're like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, we were only six weeks mm-hmm. along, uh, and just feeling, like, so devastated that, like, this was something that was just, we were trying like, to do such a right. righteous desire. We felt so motivated to do this, and we were so unbelievably happy, and we had no idea of, like, the, the struggle and, like, the worry that comes with having miscarriages Mm-mm. and like worrying, like wondering if that's going to affect how we we're going to be able to have children for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Um, but it was just so, it was like such a dark feeling, dark place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the moment when we were driving, um, when we were driving, not, not home, but we were driving to some of my family's house, my, my grandmother's house mm-hmm. and feeling that I needed to, be grateful for Heavenly Father's plan um, and f- feeling grateful for his will, his will, his mm-hmm. wheel. His like, <laughs> yeah, um, wheels are turning. <laughs> yeah, and feeling grateful for his will. And yeah. I, I think praying and telling Heavenly Father, like, I don't want this, but thy will be done. I think... Well, you're very good because I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, for me, that brought... It didn't bring a lot of immediate comfort, but it brought a lot of strength. Okay. Like I felt a lot more solid in my, like in my testimony and like in the rightness of what we decided to do. Yeah. Um, and in the brightness of the future. 
Because I think, again, praying and saying, like, thy will be done, I think is a form of gratitude because we're adding spiritual value to Heavenly Father's, yeah, to His plan, to His will, and understanding that that will bring us happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, taking the attitude, uh, developing the attitude of gratitude, even in the midst of a struggle, um, even when I was miserable, even when I I didn't feel happy, like it didn't immediately make me happy, but it gave me strength Mm -hmm. to get back to a place of happiness. Yeah. And like be in a place of surety. I like that a lot, that it might not fix everything or change everything or make you always 100% the happiest that you could be, but it could give you strength, and right. I really like that. Because attitude, or life's a lot more complicated than bumper stickers make it out to be. Like, it's not like, <laughs> an attitude of gratitude will fix everything. Like, yeah. It's not that simple. Like, life's so much more, it, like, life is, life's not like a Sunday school lesson. Life mm-hmm. is, like, wrestling in the dirt like it is nasty sometimes and it's dirty sometimes it's really pretty and it's fun but then sometimes storms come and you have to fight things and like you're all in the dirt and rolling around you have rocks (laughs) and cutting yourself and and it's it's nasty um and in those moments it's not a bumper stickers aren't solutions you need (laughs) more than that and gratitude is a way to access the hope of christ Mm -hmm. that's perfect are you okay? I'm okay. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can I share a scripture? Yeah. That goes right along with that? Yes. Okay, so it's Psalms 107, verses 8 through 9. It says, Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. And I think it's really cool that it says, fills the hungry with good things. It doesn't say that, like, and he fixes it and he makes everything perfect right when you want it to be perfect and he doesn't yeah. give you everything that you want it says he fills you with good things and, does and upside right, good. that those good things might not be exactly what you want or exactly what you're asking for but he knows you and he knows the plan and Is there's that a daughter? baby crying yeah hopefully she's okay <laughs> um yeah i i really like I, I especially like when when you read it that's what i was thinking of yeah. how it says like he fills the hungry with good things he doesn't fill the hungry with food yeah. Like we want those mm-hmm. things that we think immediately it's gonna uh, meet our desire. It. Yeah. So yeah, it's almost like righteous gratitude requires patience. Mm-hmm. Like it requires trust too. Like you can't yeah, trust. Like the true gratitude isn't f- being grateful for the things that you have or the things that you want. It's it's uh, being grateful for um, whatever it is the Lord gives you and will give you knowing that eventually he will give you everything mm-hmm. um and i love that it's like gratitude really is just about being patient and Long having suffering. hope yeah yeah like, like having that that hope that things will get better mm-hmm. um this was a lot heavier than I was. Yeah, I was expecting like a really light conversation, but this has been really deep and really good. And I, yeah. even though it's been heavy, I feel really like close to yeah. the spirit and close to Jesus. Yeah, I mean, and you we, feel we, closer we, to you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, honey. Uh, we, we pray before every every episode. We do, before we, yeah. Recording every episode. And I really believe that that helps us say the things that, that 
our that you guys, our listeners, need to hear, or that maybe not all of you, but someone out there someone needs to hear needs this. To hear, I guess. And I hope that's. I know that it's been true in the past. I know that mm-hmm. as, as I pray and I say things, whether I'm speaking in church or giving a Sunday school lesson, I'll frequently be feel like I need to talk about something completely different or in a different way than mm-hmm. I was planning on or that I usually do. Yeah. And then I've had people come up and say like, "That is exactly what I needed to hear. Like, the, yeah. this is exactly what." I've been needing. Um, so hopefully that was the case today. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I hope so. Otherwise, we <laughs> are speaking into the abyss, into yeah. the great void. Um, yeah. So gratitude's a great thing. I think we talked about it in a little bit more serious terms than I was planning on it. Uh, but okay. it leads to hope, mm-hmm. and it makes life brighter. Yeah. I don't know if it always makes life uh, makes life more like happy-go-lucky. Mm-hmm. I don't think gratitude's about making life flashier or even more comfortable, mm-hmm. but it's about making your ability to uh, to deal with the trials of life easier. So yeah, it's Makes not about you stronger. Yeah, it's not about making life easier. It's about making you stronger. Yes. Yeah. Mic drop. That was it. We can't drop the mic though, because it's expensive no. and it is on a stand. But yeah. Ruth knocked it off the kitchen table once, and I almost oh, cried. No. I freaked out. Oh, I thought you meant like earlier. <laughs> no, no, no. Like we have a, a weeks l- ago. we have a linoleum floor, so it's not hard enough to break it's it. Not like probably. tile. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We're really grateful. Not grateful. I didn't yeah. really mean for that to yeah. happen, but we're really grateful for you, and we're grateful. Um, that we've had this opportunity to start a podcast and to connect with a lot of you guys over social media. And um, podcasting is very much like one way. And so we do a lot of our interactions through Instagram. Um, so connect with us. Come reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you and to make new friends. Yeah, Help us feel better about ourselves. And, and, it and we'll us. help you feel better about you. Yeah. I mean, seriously, if you have any topics you want us to, to address, reach out to us. We have several planned that address specific questions or concerns that listeners mm-hmm. have brought up. Yep. Um, and we would love, 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 and we would be extremely grateful to you <laughs> if you would uh, jump on the platform that you listen to our podcast and give us a like. Uh, rating, review, or subscribe, whatever is available on your specific platform. Yeah. Um, especially if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, if you can get on and like mm-hmm. us or review us. Rate. Rate and <laughs> Rate review. Rate and review. Rate and review. And yeah. subscribe. Yeah. Do Too many things to do. Yeah. Um, also, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Outpost of Heaven. Yeah, that's where we do all of our interaction with you guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been great. Go eat some turkey and yeah. gravy and mashed potatoes. Go Saints. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.